Warning, this is a very special announcement from the wrong town, Peach of Chalif. Uh, if any of you have been on Main Street today, you've probably noticed that a truck that was headed for the grocery store spilled its payload. There is thousands of eggs lining the street. I just want to remind everyone that A, they are very fragile. If the area can be avoided, please choose another route. We do have cleanup crews in the area, but uh, it's going to be a big job. And B, these are not your eggs. I know it's tempting with these delicious, nutritious, oval morsels of protein and fat, but the Wrongtown grocery store needs those eggs. If you want the eggs, you should go to the grocery store and pay for them. And finally, just remember, some of the eggs are broken. The eggshells are very sharp, and if you have a little baby with you or if you have soft little baby feet yourself, uh, there's a good chance you could cut yourself on the eggshells. So once again, we are recommending caution in the Main Street area of Wrongtown. Hello, this is Wrong Boys Bed and Breakfast, uh, Sean speaking, and my co-host is Aaron. Uh, how are you doing? Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah, it's a bed and breakfast. We try to host someone every week. He does the bed, I do the breakfast, so it's, it, it really works. Would you like to uh, set up an appointment with us? Oh, you would. Wonderful. Okay, so I'll just take down your information here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and is that the best number to reach you at? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Oh, what am I doing right now? Oh, I'm actually just making breakfast. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny, right? Yeah. Uh, it's actually the wrong boy's special omelet. First, I'll start with four eggs. Uh, then I'll put one and a half cups of fresh, finely chopped mushrooms in with that. And just a single slice of cheddar cheese. Mm -hmm, yeah, totally. And then I'll put a tablespoon of fresh parsley. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to hear all this? Oh, you do. You do want to hear more about my egg recipe. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, then I'll put in a teaspoon of fresh oregano. Yeah. And then based on what I have, I'll either use basil or thyme, and then I'll put a tablespoon of that. Yeah, it makes a big difference. And really important is the salt and pepper to taste. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Oh, where is Aaron now? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, and usually he's up by now. I'm making the breakfast. Like I said, I usually make the breakfast and... Um, Oh, no, no, he's not lazy. No, we each do our own part. And, and no, 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 please do keep your appointment. No, no, we're both very hardworking. We both do a lot of work. Uh, just keep the appointment. It's no problem. No, please. No, don't go to. No, no, don't go to. Uh, Chapo bed and breakfast is too cynical. Don't go. Oh, God damn it. Another one. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, omelets are ready. Aaron, what the fuck has gone into him? He's usually down by now with the smell of the omelets wafting up the spiral staircase to our overlook. Aaron! Turn the oven off entirely before leaving the kitchen and can't be too safe with a for-profit business. Aaron, now what's going on here? Oh, hey, hey, sorry, I smelled the omelet, but I just, I couldn't come downstairs. What's going on? Are you I, all right? I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I just, I have to stay perched in the corner here you know, Why of our perched? bedroom. What well, there's something, there's something under my butt that I have to perch on top of. I don't want to crush it. Okay. But you're doing all right? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, totally fine. Okay, good. Just perched, perched in the corner. Uh, I do don't want to crush what's under my butt. You, do you want to see what's under my butt? I was hoping you'd ask. Yeah, of course. I thought you would never ask. It seemed private. 
Well, it might be private, but it's kind of both of our private thing to keep. Here, I'll just show. I'll just show you. Look. Oh my god! Ah, oh, that's so thoughtful. Did you get that for me to make breakfast with? No, you're not gonna. You can't make breakfast with this. This is our egg. This is our child. Oh my god! I found a- it in the nest last night. That's our egg. Yeah, one of us must have laid it while we were sleeping. That makes sense. We're gonna be dads. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, You know what? I'm going to do the right thing. I'm not going to poach that egg. Mm. I'm not going to hard boil it. I'm not going to devil it. I'm not going to do it sunny side up. Hard scrambled or soft scrambled. It's not going to make its way into a frittata. I don't want that egg over easy. I don't want it over medium. I don't want it over hard. It's my son and I'm going to raise it. I'm not going to baste it. And I'm not going to waste this opportunity to be a dad. I'm really glad to hear you say that. So I don't know how long human eggs take to hatch. I know chicken eggs take 21 days, but until then, one of us is going to have to stay perched over the egg at all times to keep it warm. Okay, cool. Well, maybe we should um, get a little carrying pack for the egg and we mm-hmm. should go, you know, egg genius, right? Yep. He pretty much knows everything about eggs. We yeah, just he, go he know how long until it hatches. And yeah. kind of best practices. This yeah. is my first time hatching a human egg. So. Yeah, me too. Great. This is kind of unexpected and cool. Do you want me to go get the um, omelet and like bring it up here and we could, I've made your favorite omelet. Yeah. You know, I know I always have loved omelets, but just thinking about this egg, a human egg underneath me and that my baby's going to come from that egg and then eating eggs, eating chicken, it's kind of gross. It's gross to like think of those two kinds of eggs side by side as part of the same phenomenon in a way. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't oh, think that, I want to eat the omelet. That does make you kind of nauseous to think yeah. about. Like think of human eggs and eggs, the food being on like one natural spectrum. Yeah. So maybe our breakfast is going to have to change around here. Oh, that is gross. Seriously? Seriously? Boys are stupid. Seriously? Wrong. 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 Seriously? Are they wrong? I think they're wrong 100%. Sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes they're wrong. Seriously? They're always wrong. That is absolute wrong. Seriously? You're so wrong. Wrong. Very nice words, but happens to be wrong. Seriously? 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 Wrong. So us humans, we eat chicken eggs. Some of us do, yeah. Could a bigger animal eat our eggs? A bigger animal? Yeah, like chickens are small compared to us. Right, like, right, right. Or their big smart friend who eats their <laughs> eggs, holds them in small cages. Would we ever get held in small cages by an even bigger and smarter animal that eats our eggs? Well, you know, I'd never say never because maybe... But it would be... That's pragmatic. That's a pragmatic response. <laughs> it would be difficult for them because... You wouldn't, hum- wouldn't want to look foolish in the future someday <laughs> by ruling it out. Yeah, when like humans are being farmed for their eggs and they're just like, what an idiot. He said that in that podcast. Yeah, all time. these <laughs> humans in their cages like-, <laughs> like listening to podcasts to pass the time. or it's like, what a fucking... Oh, yeah. Great had, foresight. They had time to warn us. Well, now, sure. now they're going to be like, he did have great foresight, or at mm-hmm. least was open to the possibility. Anyway, no, it, would be, it would be pretty difficult for a few reasons, because human eggs and chicken eggs are actually quite different. I did some reading on this to see. Because <laughs> they're both called eggs. They both contain the ova, the part, the, the gamete that gets fertilized. So that's the similarity. The, the wording there uh, is two gametes make a zygote. Yeah. So both a sperm and an egg are gametes, which is like half parts of the zygote, which is the beginning seed of, uh, of yeah, a life. Yeah, of an embryo. 
but yeah other than them both being ova they're they're actually quite quite different for a lot of reasons well like a human egg is a cell a single cell the largest cell that human bodies produce it's actually four times bigger than a skin cell, 26 times bigger than a red blood cell, and 16 times bigger than a sperm, but they're just one cell. Whereas chicken eggs are many cells. They're kind of like a external womb almost. Chickens don't have a womb. They, they have ovaries and they make the eggs in the ovaries like women do. Yeah, like human women do. I guess, yeah, there's no such thing as a chicken woman. I don't know. It doesn't yeah, matter. Sort of. <laughs> Female chicken you know, is a woman. I don't know. Chickens obviously lay eggs. Human women don't lay their eggs. If an egg gets fertilized in a human woman, it grows inside the woman and the egg, the, the embryo is nourished into a fetus by the woman on an ongoing basis. Whereas chicken eggs, they have to like put all the nourishment into the egg beforehand and then they poop it out of their cloaca, <laughs> their single orifice for pooping, peeing, and egg release. So that's why it makes a lot more sense to eat chicken eggs because they're full of food, like protein and fat. Yeah, because like the yolk of an egg is actually fed on by the chick as it's developing, right? Yeah, yeah. Those nutrients are what the baby chicken fetus or whatever uses to, <laughs> to grow into a chick. I've got so many questions right now. I mean... The human egg cell, it's very big. So mm -hmm. Is it still too small to be seen by the human eye? Do you need a microscope? You, you can see them. They're one-tenth of a millimeter long, which is pretty tiny, but apparently it is possible to see them with the naked human eye, but not, not very well. They would just look like a little dot. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Okay. Next thing, cloacas. Chickens have a cloaca. It's a mixture between a butthole, a vagina... And just anything. Yeah, all it's the just they, they just got one. One big special hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's a chicken's dick like? Male chickens don't have dicks, I learned today. They actually just also have cloaca. And what they do in order to inseminate the female is called a cloacal kiss. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> they just like push it up against it and then the sperm goes out of their cloaca into the female's cloaca. And that's how they get impregnated. Okay. So I, you know, I guess I or never fertilize. I guess they don't get impregnated because they're not mammals. They fertilize the eggs. Yeah. Cloaca kiss. That could be a band name, <laughs> but the, but okay. I never thought that chickens had dicks, but I guess I did, you know? Yes. Yeah, so it's, it's, I guess it's pretty common for birds not to have dicks, to have this cloacal kiss. Although some birds do have dicks. Like ducks, I remember seeing have dicks. Oh, yeah, because they, they're like got really crazy, weird shaped dicks, right? Ducks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't look into the shape of their dick, but I just, yeah. just saw that some birds have dicks and some birds don't. So, from what I remember about ducks, is that there's been like an evolutionary arms race between duck vaginas and duck penises where they're constantly, <laughs> because a lot of duck reproduction actually happens by rape. Right. Like ducks are notorious rapists of the animal kingdom. Oh, jeez. And, and, you know, you thought they were cute. You were feeding them bread. It turns out you were <laughs> aiding and abetting rapists. But also their dicks like zigzag. Like their dicks have like elbows. And like they're just like. Rude. They just like. <laughs> they shoot in a bunch of different directions. Like a bunch of, a bunch of zigzags to, to get up there. Because the female duck's vagina is also has a bunch of weird zigzags to prevent being raped. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't read this recently, but right, I this is something this. you remember. It sticks out because it's kind of fucking crazy. 
Yeah, so chicken eggs full of food, human eggs, large cells compared to the sperm cells, like I said, 16 times bigger, but mostly filled with RNA and mitochondria, not not a lot of food in there. So, yeah, no protein, yeah. fats, that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just straight up genetic information. A few things I learned, surprising egg facts, was one, human women, their eggs are actually selective about which sperm get inside. Like people often imagine it as like whichever sperm gets there first. And like the sperm is imagined as the active penetrator mm -hmm. into the egg and the egg just kind of sits there and whoever gets there first or breaks through the shell first gets to impregnate them. But they like release different chemicals or things based on they try to siphon out bad genetics or like less healthy genetic material. And so we'll either soften or harden the membrane of the egg in different areas to let the sperm that they want to let in, in. And then after one gets in, they completely harden it and prevent any more from getting in. So the egg does some of that selection work of picking a picky, picky, which spermy. So historically, there's been kind of the sexist assumption that the egg is this passive. Yeah. Uh, yeah you yeah. know, like that the sperm is active. It's male. It's virile. It penetrates. And the, the egg, oh, I just lie around and wait for. <laughs> I mean, like, I want to almost ironically call that sexism. But like, that is actually a sexist assumption baked into the history of science. Mm-hmm based yeah. on like social relationships like science historically has been mostly done by men so it makes sense that you'd have like sexist assumptions like that and this has only been proven recently right that the eggs yeah. actually selecting it's like yeah. a 2017 thing that, yeah it, uh, i don't know if it's this year but it's in recent years like within the last decade or something i can't remember what year i saw in that thing but yeah super recent oh yeah it's also recently been discovered that human females, human women are not actually born with all the eggs that they're going to have for their whole life, which was what people thought for a long time, but they do continue to produce eggs throughout their reproductive life. So when eggs, eggs are continually getting damaged and then replaced. So that's just another random thing that you might've thought is true is not true. On average, a human woman will have ovulate a mere 400 to 500 eggs over the course of her entire life. So that makes eggs way rarer than sperm. Actually, there are more sperm cells in a single ejaculation than there are egg cells in a woman's entire life cycle. Yeah, I read something saying that men produce around 1,500 sperm cells a second when they're at the peak of their <laughs> virility. So that's, that's just a lot of fucking sperm cells. And most of them don't even get ejaculated out. Like we're just constantly producing them and they get reabsorbed into our body and then create more and mm. it's ongoing. Try it's to get them all them. out. But. <laughs> it's hard. It's a lot. I participated in Yes Fap November, <laughs> Double Fap November. And w one more quick comparison between chicken and human eggs. It's something you see vegans say a lot that chicken eggs are like you're eating chicken periods. And there's a rough similarity between those two processes, but they're, again, actually quite different. Uh, <laughs> a human period, you know, the monthly cycle of a human female reproductive system is that they ovulate and the uterus 
creates this lining to prepare for a potential baby. So if the egg gets fertilized, then it attaches to the uterine lining, grows into a baby, and you have this lining there to protect it. It's part of the thing. And if it doesn't get fertilized, then the lining and the egg get evacuated, <laughs> becomes the period blood and stuff, the menstrual release fucking words <laughs> to use whereas an egg cycle uh, again it's not there's no uterus in chickens there's no uterine lining uh, they just the egg the yolk is formed on the ovary and then it goes through this long tube where like a membrane is put around the yolk and then the next stage is it collects the uh, albumin which is the egg white and that collects and then like a membrane gets put around that and that all takes about two or three hours and then it takes about 21 hours for the shell to form like this calcification on the outside of the membrane of the albumin and then once the shell's hard enough then they pop that sucker out and you got a breakfast <laughs> got warm breakfast fresh from the cloaca mm-mm-mm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that that's the only breakfast item that comes out of cloacas, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's the only thing we eat that comes out of cloacas. Okay, good to know. So if anything else comes out of my chicken's cloaca, I won't eat it. Today on Confirmation Bias Egg News, washed up rocker will eat 24 eggs because the internet told him to. If you need more proof that anything is possible on the internet, the lead singer of 90s rock group Smash Mouth is preparing to eat 24 eggs for charity after people bugged him to on Twitter. Currently, the Causes.com page, Smash Mouth Eat the Eggs, has $7,234.56 pledged towards St. Jude's Children's Hospital. If it reaches $10,000, Smash Mouth lead singer Steve Harwell will eat 24 eggs. The campaign to make Smash Mouth's lead singer binge on hard-boiled eggs for charity was launched appropriately by a Twitter user named Fart. That's John Hendren, a writer for web humor site Something Awful. Seems he and the folks from Something Awful forums became fixated on Smash Mouth after noticing the band's sadly neglected verified Twitter account. Smash Mouth Eat the Eggs became a powerful meme. Goaded on by Something Awful, hundreds of people began tweeting at Smash Mouth about the challenge. YouTube videos were made. Someone must have got a hold of Smash Mouth's cell phone number because he told TMZ he got hundreds of calls about the eggs. Even the Facebook page of the Montalvo Art Center in Saratoga, California urged Smash Mouth to eat the eggs at their upcoming show. And now it will very likely happen thanks to the power of social media. This is basically the American equivalent of the Egyptian Revolution. What is the, where is this article from? Uh, this is from uh, Gawker. Yeah, this was in 2011, and he actually did go through and he he ate the eggs in the end. I love that they're referring to him as Smash Mouth, at the individual person as Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth eat the eggs. Smash Mouth received calls on his cell phone. <laughs> Oh, is this him eating the eggs? We have better weather ordered, but that was yesterday, so we're just a day off. But uh, I get drug into the weirdest things. You hang out with Steve from Smash Mouth. Put my own foot in my mouth, and I said, I'll eat 24 eggs if we raise more money. So I'm going to throw up today on him. Oh, Larry Skinner, perfect music. So those are scrambled eggs he's eating. He ended up eating 24 scrambled eggs as prepared by Guy Ferrari. Thank you. 
He just can't eat anymore. <laughs> yeah, so we just watched a bit of the Smash Mouth eating the eggs video. It looks like he didn't finish the 24 eggs, but they were scrambled by Guy Ferrari, and he, yeah. he gave it a real college try for the 10,000 for the kids. <laughs> yeah, he got a fan up at the end to uh, finish the eggs for him, said he would put her on the record, their next record. You know, I knew that he ended up eating the eggs or trying to, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that Guy Ferrari was there. Yeah, that Guy Ferrari cooked them. Yeah, that's and really blowing my mind. Learned something new every day. Other interesting things about the uh, the human side of the egg chicken, uh, I mean the, the chicken human <laughs> egg dichotomy. Yeah. So once an egg is released in a, a human woman, the egg will only stay alive for between four and twelve hours, but a sperm can live for up to five days inside of a woman. So if you were raw dog in one day, four and a half days later, you could drop an egg and still have some little sw- little swimmers in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be impregnated four or five days before ovulating. I saw that also. Apparently the, fuck, I forget. They, they live off something that the, the uterus produces. They can survive by nourishing themselves. Really? The sperm like sucks up nutrients? Yeah, something like that. And that might not be true. I don't think I fact-checked that. It was just something I read <laughs> in the course of reading things, but it wasn't something I was planning on saying, so I didn't <laughs> fact-check it. And if you're wondering if you're ovulating as a woman, here's some here's some tips to look for how you can know if you're ovulating. <laughs> or if you're a man, you want to understand if your partner is ovulating, not to erase anyone who isn't in that circumstance. <laughs> when women are ovulating, they unconsciously will speak in higher registers when they're most fertile. They'll actually accentuate their femininity in various ways mm, without right. realizing it. So they'll speak in a higher voice. They're more likely to wear revealing clothing or put makeup on put on extra makeup trying to get those men attracted to them yeah and without realizing the connection to the fact that they're ovulating right right they also get an increased sense of smell particularly a sensitivity towards like the pheromones of men Mm -hmm. and actually vice versa that women who are ovulating smell better to men there's evidence to think that strippers when they're ovulating will actually get statistically higher tips yeah (laughs) Also, women, when they're ovulating, will have a sexier walk, a noticeably sexier walk. <laughs> and it's because the eggs are running the show. You they know, swish that you... butt a little bit back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, I just mean, just to be a little detailed here, if you're ovulating, it's, there's the time to release the egg nears. Um, the cervix will begin producing more mucus to help facilitate a quick and safe passage of the sperm to the egg waiting in the fallopian tubes. Mm -hmm. The color and consistency of the vaginal mucus will change if you're ovulating. Um, It will get thicker, creamier, cloudier. (laughs) And when fertility is highest, the mucus will look like the white of an egg and it will be stretchy. It will like if you you get it between like your fingers and pull it apart, it will like string. Right. That's a sign that you're um, very fertile at the time. (laughs) Good to know. If you got egg white dripping out. One more quick fact while we're just going through all these bio facts about eggs. Bio truths. Egg bio truths. <laughs> egg bio truths. Chickens that have been bred to be egg bearing chickens will produce up to around 300 eggs per year. So one almost every day. But this is all due to selective breeding. Wild red jungle fowl, which is the breed of chicken that that modern 
domesticated chickens are bred from in the wild only lay about 10 to 15 eggs per year. And those uh, tend to be laid in clutches of six or eight. They become fertilized. They lay six or eight eggs. They nurse the eggs. They sit on them. The babies hatch. And they might do that like twice in a year, have two little bursts of six or eight eggs. So they make 10 to ten to 15 eggs a year. Those are babies. And then that's it. That's about it. They do it in spring. But we, we figured out how to make them do it every day. Yeah. Well, and we figured that out a really, really fucking long time ago. Um, oh, yeah. The earliest undisputed domestic chicken bones are from 5400 BC in China. So that's like 7,500 years ago. Fuck yeah. And not only that, but because the red jungle fowl isn't actually native to that area of China, that means that the chicken was domesticated and then brought there at the time of that earliest record from 7,000 years ago. Some people think it's as much as 9,000 years ago that humans domesticated the red where, uh, jungle fowl. Where did the red jungle fowl come from? Do you know? Yeah, it's native to a stretch from Eastern India up to like the Philippines in uh, Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. There's still wild red jungle fowl. There's also gray jungle fowl and green jungle fowl, which if you mix the jungle fowl together, they usually don't have offspring that are capable of reproducing. Right, like when you breed zebras with horses. Yeah, but some people believe that the modern chicken does have small amounts of... The others. Yeah, or from other birds outside of the red jungle fowl. Huh. Chickens were brought to Africa by 1500 BC and they arrived in Greece around 800 BC. Up to that point, quail had been the primary source of eggs in Greece and chickens replaced that because they produced so many eggs. Have you ever eaten quail eggs? I don't think I have. Uh, yeah, I think I had uh, some like random random instance someone bought a pack of quail eggs mm -hmm. at like a party or something. And I, I see them. Quail eggs. I see that you can buy them. I gotta try all the different eggs. Uh, but basically, <laughs> human human beings have been eating eggs as long as human beings have existed. So, like, since before written records, since before any culture, right, right. since before, like, eating eggs has been part of human history, whether that's hen eggs, duck eggs, ostrich eggs, quail eggs, ancient Egyptians ate pelican eggs. Almost all cultures and all human history have eaten eggs in one form or another. Well, it's really hard to get a concentrated dose of fat and protein like that in the wild in many places. Like it just like, it doesn't, there's not a lot of options to get something that rich in those specific nutrients. Like w now we have so many options and we can produce so many different kinds of fat and protein and mix them together. And like we have industrial scale food production for so many things, but like, yeah, back in the day, like hard to beat that. Eggs appear in Cro-Magnon cave drawings and also on Assyrian cuneiform tablets. Yeah. So it goes way back. Eggs are a really primordial human food mm -hmm. in just like a deep historical way. Our relationship to eggs, the food it's just part of human nature. It's like part of who we are historically. It goes back, domesticated eggs alone seems to go back at least 7,000 or more years. Right. And then when you're talking about including just all eggs, like finding a pelican egg and eating it, it goes back even further. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess makes sense that like pre-humans probably stole other animals' eggs and ate them if it was like a good source of fat and protein and the stuff that's yeah yeah i wonder how often because like if you were just stealing wild eggs like a lot of the time you wouldn't know if you're gonna find yolk and egg white in there or if you're gonna find little baby chicken 
Yeah, and I guess it depends at what point of the incubation that you're at. Um, yeah, because right, right, right at the beginning, you'd have just a really tiny chicken who's yeah. eaten that yolk, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, the yolk's still here. Perfect. Throw out that tiny chicken and suck up that yolk. <laughs> In 2013, world production of chicken eggs was 68.3 million tons of eggs. And also, as of 2014, global egg production goes up by 2.8% per year. Wait, did you say 68 million tons? Yes. So 68 million tons. Imagine how many eggs are in a ton. Like, well, it's got to be. I'm happy you asked that because I did some uh, back-of-the-napkin calculations yeah. here. Eggs vary in size from about 50 grams to about 70 grams, depending mm -hmm. on the size. So I cut that middle at, at 60 grams. Right. How many grams in a ton? Well, I don't remember exactly, but I have it on the napkin. <laughs> so in 2013, 68.3 million tons translates to... One trillion thirty-eight billion one hundred and forty-two million and nine hundred thousand eggs in one year. Jesus, that's a lot of egg. Like I don't like. What do you even do with all those? Because one trillion eggs is like there's only seven billion people. Yeah, but in a year. Yeah. Like how many eggs do you eat? I, I definitely know. eat more than one egg per year. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But like, do I eat a thousand? I guess that's like what order of magnitude to a bit. That's only like. That's like a thousand. That's like a thousand eggs a year. Or no, no, because one in seven. So divide by about seven. No, yeah. So that's only like 200 and some eggs a year. Yeah. And I mean, if. Or 100 and some eggs a year. No, that's totally reasonable. 100 and some eggs a year. By 10, 10 dozens in a year. That's like, obviously, there's going to be people with less and people with more. But yeah. Well, and especially like eggs are mixed into baking. It's not just eating eggs yeah, straight right. up. There's yeah, lots yeah, of yeah. ways that eggs come into yeah. your diet. <laughs> there is. Like, and I personally will often eat three eggs in a day and be like, oh, I ate three eggs today. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat three eggs in a breakfast. To meet global demand for eggs in 2030, 89 million tons of eggs will be required. That's a lot of fucking eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Those poor chickens. Mm, popping them out. <laughs> God. Squeeze, squeezing those hard calcium shelled eggs out on the daily. In like they have to cages. eat enough food to nourish themselves, but then to also like create a full womb's worth of nourishment like yeah yeah like a full developmental cycle yeah like every day almost every day it's crazy it makes me hungry to think about <laughs> i just love that full developmental cycles worth of nourishment in a single egg <laughs> yeah, this is enough to to bring a zygote to a newborn chick and i just ate three of them <laughs> Because I'm a giant. <laughs> I saw this video on YouTube of this farmer who was showing that one of his chickens had started laying eggs inside of eggs. Like he had, there were these really large chicken eggs. He'd crack it open. It would have the white, the yolk, and then a full another egg inside the egg <laughs> there. And he would crack the one inside open and it would also have a white and a yolk. But it was just like these double, these double eggs that his, one of his hens started laying. That's dope. Is he selectively trying to breed <laughs> that? that? Yeah, that into... I, I don't think so. I think he was just like, this is weird. We've had a few of these keep happening. That'd be sweet. You could get fit 12 eggs in a six pack of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it was big. Like it was, I mean, obviously, because the one inside seemed like a normal sized egg. And then the one around it was like, if you took the volume of what's inside an egg, put it around an egg, and then put another shell around it. I think there's a lot of money to be made in double eggs. 
Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would buy them. Yeah, fucking yeah, cool. Just for fun, or just include one in every twelve pack. You know, <laughs> in the middle, there's like a bigger, like a space for a big egg. A Gotta big use double my egg. double egg, my recursive egg, Inception egg. Yeah. Attention, all patriots. We have ahead of us the biggest fight of our lives. Bilderberg, Trilateral Commission, Fraser Institute, they're chickens. We can eat their eggs. We can increase the amount of eggs being eaten from one trillion to two trillion. And we can start the revolution. The answer to 1984 is 45,000 BC. I'm Felix Bones, your spooky conductor, and welcome to Narrative Wars. There's a war on for your story. Today I've got a very exciting guest, it's Egg Genius. But first, a few words from our friends at Alpha Eggs. Now these are top of the line, FDA approved, extra large eggs. These are 73 grams each, maybe 75 grams. I've seen it with my own eyes. I try to eat two Alpha Eggs every morning with breakfast. Try to keep myself strong, keep my wife pregnant. This is an incredible product. I use it myself. It's delicious. And best of all, if you season with salt and pepper to taste, it is better than any egg I've ever had. Alpha eggs. Use the promo code FELIX to get 20% off your first order. Now, today on the show, we got Egg Genius. Uh, Egg Genius is here in the studio. Uh, thank, for, uh, thank you for stopping by. Oh, thanks for having me on, Felix. I am a big fan. Big fan of your thank show. Thank you. Hey, I'm a big fan of yours as well. So, yeah, we're going to talk about eggs. This is uh, this is my wheelhouse. I love this. I love eggs. I'm a major egg eater. I got uh, sources deep in the CIA. They eat eggs. And there, there's a lot of things that people don't know about eggs, even though the information is out there. It's widely available. Because they're lying. They're lying in the media every day. They're lying in mainstream media. They're lying in the newspapers saying stuff about eggs or hiding the truth about eggs. So I'm glad to have you on. Well, first, I guess I should just say that an egg is an organic vessel containing a zygote in which an animal embryo develops until it can survive on its own at which point the animal hatches yep yep i've known it for years Uh, most anthropods vertebrates and mollusks lay eggs although Mm -hmm. some such as scorpions and mammals that's us do not yeah we have egg cells but that's not really the same thing as eggs they both contain ova but it's sort of a parallel comparison not quite the same yeah absolutely most bird eggs have an oval shape with one end rounded and the other more pointed uh this shape actually results from the egg being forced through the oviduct that's the tube inside the chicken or whatever the animal is where the egg uh, is formed muscles contract behind the egg pushing it forward so that kind of makes it skinnier on one end and bigger on the other mm-hmm. yeah and if you pinch the top and the bottom at the same time it'll never break it's just like me and the patriots very structurally sound yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. we're just like that egg you pinch from the side that's the globalist you pinch from the top that's us the resistance did you know that the egg of a finch is about the size of an american dime that is incredible that's so i've known it for years but it is incredible uh now quickly before the break we're gonna go to a phone for a second we got travis marie travis thanks for coming on the show Thanks, Felix. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been a great show. Great hearing from Egg Genius. Uh, Just one thing that he left out is that when you're making a mushroom and herb omelet, um, you want to whisk together eggs and spices in a small bowl and then set it aside to start. Uh, Then uh, get a medium skillet at just above medium heat. uh, Saute the mushrooms in half butter uh, until tender and then set that aside. Then in the same skillet, you want to melt the remaining butter, pour half of the egg mixture into the skillet, cook, lifting the edge to allow uncooked portions to 
flow underneath, Felix. Huh. That is true. Even an egg genius can learn something new. Then you got to spoon half the mushrooms over uh, half the omelet and fold it over top. And then, you know, repeat that with the remaining ingredients. Well, I've seen that myself. Yeah, I've seen that in person. I've seen that in documents. That recipe, Felix, has got about eight grams of carbohydrates. Wow. That is an incredible point. Well, thank you so much for your call and uh, best of luck. So I got a little bit of information on the culinary properties of eggs because eggs are actually like very versatile. I'm kissing my fingertips like a chef right now. (laughs) 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 This website I was reading said that the, the cooking properties of eggs are so varied that eggs have been called the cement that holds together the castle of cuisine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who said that uh, I don't know I tried to find out who said it but all I found was vague references to it has been said that I could find it in multiple places so people are obviously saying it or at least they're saying that people say it uh, but I don't know who said it where did that come from <laughs> detective work needs to be done on that so eggs are a good binder ingredient they're used in a lot of things to keep things from falling apart like meatloafs or crab cakes were the two examples they gave but i also i know this from my experience of for a time trying to be vegan and also for a time being vegetarian which was i tried to make my own homemade vegan and vegetarian burgers it's a lot easier to make homemade vegetarian burgers because you can put some egg in there and it like actually stays together as a thing whereas trying to make vegan burgers stay together was way more difficult they're just crumbly they fall apart you can find different binders to use but they're usually like lectins other other things that are like extracts of things trying to find another whole food that holds things together was pretty difficult flax seeds is one thing that can do it but eggs are very good at binding other ingredients together you mix this watery thing in there and when it cooks then it sticks they are also good for leavening things like souffles and sponge cakes so Specifically with souffles, I did this once. I made uh, bulletproof brownies, like, you know, bulletproof diet. I've tried a lot of diets. <laughs> this is like a, for people who don't know what that is, it's like a paleo basic high fat, high protein diet. So these brownies are mostly eggs and you separate the whites from the yolks. You take the whites and you beat them for a long time until they get what's called stiff peaks, which is just, you beat a lot of air into them. And then they kind of do this thing where you, if you dip the beater into it and pull it out, it'll stay in a kind of peak shape, like it'll keep its form. And then you mix in the other ingredients, you mix some of the yolks back in. And for these brownies, anyway, you mix some sweetener and chocolate and then you bake it and you get this like fluffy, like brownie like thing, but it's just mostly made of eggs. And souffles are like that, except they can be sweet. They can be savory. They can be a lot of things. They're just like these kind of puffy egg meals that can have vegetables in it or sugar they can all kinds of things eggs are also used as emulsifiers so that's like in mayonnaise and salad dressings hollandaise sauce emulsifying means that they allow you to mix oil and water into a single consistency so like most people know if you have like a salad dressing that's just oil and vinegar they stay separate they separate out but if you use eggs as emulsifiers like you know in mayonnaise then the water and the fat don't separate out they stay together in one thing so that they can be 
be used as emulsifiers and they're also just used variously to thicken different sauces like you mix it into custards and other sauces and you put some raw egg in there and yum 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 <laughs> you can also use it to clarify soups which i guess means if you have soups with like a bunch of particulates in it but you want like a really clear soup what people do is they take the egg white mix it into the soup and then boil it and then the egg white will cook into like little bits of egg whites but it'll also suck up all the particulates in the soup so then you skim the egg whites off the top and you have clarified soups and what else yeah you put them in a lot of baked goods again to hold things together to leaven them people use them to glaze breads and cookies so if you see breads and cookies that have a bit of a like glaze on the top like they look a bit shiny that's usually because they've been painted with egg afterwards before being cooked and then yeah you can just eat eggs straight up you can scramble them poach them sunny side up them boil them hard boil them soft boil them devil them yeah <laughs> make an omelet egg salads it's, it's endless yeah so many different uses for our, our friend the egg <laughs> our friend, the egg our friend since time immemorial yeah and also i mean this isn't a culinary property but eggs are used in the production of vaccines <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 egg cells are like they use them to grow the viruses yeah and they're also pretty we use them in easter celebrations you decorate them and you, you know, symbolize a new spring, a new year, fertility. They have symbolized fertility since a long time in the past because, you know, like little baby animals pop out of them sometimes. Uh, so the association there makes a lot of sense. And then, yeah, people like, like dyeing them, hiding them for kids to find at Easter egg hunts. Yeah, I wonder if, I was going to say, I wonder if there's some connection between the fertility symbolism and like eating eggs in the morning. Like the morning is the beginning of the day or the oh, birth right, of the right. day and the fertility. But actually, I think from what I was able to find, because I was looking up why... Do why we, for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, why eggs for breakfast? Why not for lunch? Why did eggs become a breakfast thing? Yeah. And from what I can tell, before the 20th century, eggs were not considered a breakfast food. People would eat them at breakfast sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it was just seen as a neutral kind of just like a food item that you sometimes you have certain food items for breakfast, sometimes right, you have right, it for right. dinner, whatever. But in 1920s, the Beechnut Packing Company had a surplus of bacon, so they hired Edward Bernays, the, oh, really? uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the father of uh, public, public relations. relations. Yeah, propaganda uh, shit. And so Edward Bernays managed to get a team of uh, doctors together to basically say that a heavy breakfast was very good for you, specifically bacon and eggs right. was the best way to start your day. That widely publicized study helped permanently cement eggs and bacon as a breakfast food. Right, right. Sometimes the eggs, bacon, toast, hash browns, it's called a full English breakfast. Mm -hmm. And uh, according to food historian Professor Rebecca Earle of Warwick University, the full English breakfast was only popularized by greasy spoon diners after World War II. Before that time, getting all those ingredients together that we consider part of like your standard breakfast yeah, would yeah. be too expensive for the average person to right, afford. Right, right. So it was actually after World War II that the full English breakfast, as North Americans, when we think of breakfast foods or what a breakfast is, yeah. that thing that comes to mind was only really popularized after World War II and partially due to a public relations campaign by Edward Bernays in the 1920s to help deal with the surplus of bacon. Oh, that's crazy. 
Just some other random facts about eggs, the food. Mm-hmm. In the uh, the U.S. and Canada, eggs are washed, which damages the cuticle, the outer layer of the egg. Mm-hmm. So they need to be refrigerated to prevent uh, salmonella. But in Europe, the eggs are left dirty, so they're not washed after they're laid. And as a result of that, eggs in Europe do not need to be refrigerated. They're left out on the counter. Yeah, I've seen that before. I buy eggs sometimes at this little Korean grocery store that's by my house. And they sell these local BC farm eggs that I don't... I think they are not washed because sometimes there's like dirt on them and sometimes there's little bits of chicken hairs you know floating around in there so i wonder if i don't have to refrigerate those ones it, it doesn't like it's not going to hurt them to refrigerate them I yeah no, but, it's probably yeah. the safe <laughs> safe option yeah um also a cool little trick if you want to know how fresh an egg is mm. oh, you put I, it in some water yeah and if if it's fresh it will fall to the bottom of the water if it's old enough that it's probably not good to eat it will float um, also if you have two eggs and one is hard-boiled and one is not and you want to tell which is which if you spin a hard-boiled egg on its pointy side it will spin like a top but a uh, a non-hard-boiled egg will fall it's crazy little egg tricks another <laughs> little egg trick don't crack your egg on the edge of the bowl because that breaks the shell and puts particles of the shell into the egg uh-huh. if you break the egg on the side of a counter like if you break the egg on a flat surface rather than like the right. edge of a surface you're more likely to prevent little pieces of egg from getting in your uh, your food you you can eat eggshells egg shell, rather but yeah again there's potential for salmonella on eggshells so it's also might be worth it to wash your eggs, especially if you're going to be eating them raw. Like if you put eggs in smoothies or something, which is something I've done in the past. I also used to put eggs in my coffee occasionally. It's really, mm. It really works really well. Instead of like cream or butter or whatever, if you do that, put it in a blender, put like an egg or two in there and just blend it up and it gets like really foamy and delicious. It's, it's really good. It works well. Mm. Yeah, I used to, I would occasionally eat raw eggs to gross out my roommate. Like just eat it? Yeah, like yeah, with like, a spoon or something. No, what I would actually do is crack a little hole in one side of the egg, put mm. up the little hole to my mouth, and crack a little hole in the other, so you could create a, yeah, a tube, yeah, and yeah. then just suck it all through, and then swallow it really fast, and be like, "I'm a tough man. <laughs> I do it. Rawr. Aren't you grossed out?" And then they're like, "Ooh." <laughs> but it would, like they're they're really good in smoothies. Actually, like it just makes it f- so much richer and like thicker. And, like yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, and I, actually, I found the sucking the egg and like really quickly eating a raw. Egg was actually a pretty convenient way to eat some food and, and, get yeah, some like, satiety not and not significantly grosser than like my own phlegm right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, that kind of feels gross to me but i'd be all right with that An- uh, another little egg trick actually while we're talking about egg tricks i saw this on wikipedia there was a picture of an egg without a shell and so i clicked on it and it said that the shell had been dissolved off using by soaking it in vinegar so i guess if you get some vinegar and soak an egg in it you can actually dissolve the shell but the inner membrane just inside the shell stays intact so you have this egg-shaped thing but you can kind of see inside of it it's like it's sort of clear and yeah you can see the yolk you can see the white and it's just it looked it looked really weird and i was like oh so if you're interested in doing some egg research maybe with your kids you can dissolve the shells off poke the little (laughs) jelly egg you got yeah be like 
Oh, egg nutrition. I forgot. I have a bit of information on egg nutrition. Eggs are a pretty controversial food. For a while, they were not recommended that you eat them at all because of the high cholesterol content. People thought that would increase overall cholesterol in the body and therefore increase risk of coronary heart disease. More recent research tends to put the blame more on saturated fat than dietary cholesterol for raising blood cholesterol or creating a blood cholesterol panel that's uh, indicative of potential heart problems later on. So newer dietary guidelines actually say that eating as much as one egg per day will not have any negative consequences in terms of your blood cholesterol panel. And eggs are like a very nutrient-dense food. They have a high-quality protein, meaning it has all nine essential amino acids that the body can't make on its own. They are one of the few food sources of vitamin D and choline. Choline is a nutrient that is only in animal foods, pretty much. There's trace amounts of it in plant foods, and it can protect against birth defects in infants and has other um, positive benefits. It, they contain vitamin B12 and vitamin A. Uh, vitamin A is another thing that's as a preformed vitamin is pretty much only in animal foods and liver specifically. Liver and eggs is one of your few sources of preformed vitamin A, although your body can produce vitamin A from eating beta carotene. So things like carrots and beta carotene is in a lot of food and your body can use that to produce vitamin A, but eating vitamin A on its own is still good for you. And it has some other things like selenium, lutein, zeaxanthin. So just some, they're, they're, they're a nutrient dense food, lots of vitamins and minerals and stuff. Wrong boys, wrong boys. Welcome to my egg workshop. Thanks, egg genius. Thank you. It's really, really lavish. We love it. I like your egg-shaped throne. My wife loves it too. And you know, I've wanted to invite you guys over here for so long. Just haven't had the time. So busy with uh, stuff. But now you have an egg question. Yeah, we've got an egg question, and we thought, I mean, who better than than you to answer it? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, if you have egg questions, I have egg answers. So, so listen, Aaron and I have some pretty crazy news. Aaron, do you want to show him? Oh, under your butt, huh? What kind of egg is that? It's our egg. It's our son. It's your son. It's your well. Hmm. We laid an egg. We have an egg. That egg came out of one of you. Yeah, I think so. Well, we think so. What do you mean you think so? Well, it, it, like while we were asleep, it came out of one of us. Slipped out, I guess. Huh. Yeah, humans don't lay eggs, boys. What? Yeah, no, that's not how humans reproduce. I mean, women have egg cells, but they're tiny. They're not like, that's a huge egg. That's like as big as my head. Well, yeah, we thought if a baby's going to come out of it, it's got to be a pretty big egg, right? Yeah, I, I thought it was our egg. Yeah. And now you're telling me it's not. No, I'm sorry. That's some other kind of egg. Well, uh, uh, this is a disappointment. Do you know what kind of egg it is? Uh, I can't really tell just by looking at it. But if you give me the egg, then I could I could run some tests on it and I could uh, let you know what kind of egg it is. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <sighs> and I guess so. It's going to be hard to give it up, but I just have to keep reminding myself it's not mine. Humans it's don't not lay mine. eggs, so it's, it's, it couldn't be our egg. Anyway, I'm sorry to cut the meeting short, boys, but if that's it, I do have a lot of egg research to get to. Uh, if you want, yeah. you can leave 
the egg and leave your callback information with my assistant and I'll get back to you as soon as I know what kind of egg it is. It should only take a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Aaron? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll have to say goodbye to little Billy and it, Billy that never was. It, it it's never not was even a, It's Billy. not even a human egg. Okay. Well, okay. we'll see you later, Egg Genius. Thanks, Bye, for, egg genius. Uh, thanks for the information. I said to leave it with his assistant. I didn't know Egg Genius had an assistant. Yeah, I don't think he did. Maybe he got a new one recently. Oh, hey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. How have you been? Uh, uh, Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Well, I'm glad you got a new assistant's job, Jeffrey, even though things didn't work out with you as our assistant. Uh, yeah, no hard feelings no or hard anything. Feelings. And, um, uh, if you're working with Egg Genius, that's great. Yeah, so, I guess you're pretty busy, hey, with the, looking at the screen and instead of looking at us when we're talking to you. So Egg Genius said for us to leave the egg here with you and to leave our information. So is it all right if I just leave this egg right here, Jeffrey? Jeffrey. On the desk here is that is that an okay spot you're not gonna let it break jeffrey okay um we have to give you our information do you still have our information jeff well do you okay, have maybe it? we'll just write yeah we'll just, just write it use down this notepad do you mind if we use a notepad jeffrey hello jeffrey just use a notepad yeah okay so weird okay best of luck jeffrey on your on your job journeys best of luck Jesus fucking Christ, this kid. I always like to leave room for people to change, but it doesn't seem like he's mm. changed at all. I hope that sh- if this isn't an unpaid internship, yeah. Egg Genius needs to also talk to like, hiring genius. <laughs> because <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> spending too much time with eggs and not enough time picking the right people for his organization. Like who just ignores people like that? Yeah, I don't know. He's fucking weird. Inhuman. Weird just, kid. Uh, just like our egg. Inhuman. Uh, because eggs have been a staple of the human diet for thousands and thousands of years, so many thousands that we're unsure of exactly how many thousands we've been eating the eggs. Mm-hmm. Maybe this, that's not the reason why. But there's a lot of egg idioms. We use eggs as a metaphor a lot. I, I feel like I can't think of any off the top of my head. But maybe I'll know some of these. Once you say them, it'll click for me. Yeah, well, here, well, I'll, I'll name an idiom. You tell me what it means, because I think you know. You probably know all these. To walk on eggshells. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do know that one. Putting all of your eggs in one basket. Shit. Another one that I do know. You've got egg on your face. <laughs> right, right, right. Goose egg. I've got goose egg. <laughs> yeah, be like a zero. Yeah. And it took a um, second for me to remember. I was like, I know that, but what is it again? Well, you know, all these, all, you know, all these, egg- be, I was like, should we be explaining these? Like, people know what all these mean. We don't have to explain them. <laughs> you know, I think our audience is a bunch of eggheads. Yeah. So they probably know what this stuff means. <laughs> True. A nest egg. Oh yeah. Right. Like, like a, a, yeah, saving up a, a nest egg for your future or whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah. an investment. And actually I read the origin of that is a nest egg is either a fake or real egg that you put in a chicken's nest to encourage it to lay more eggs. Oh, interesting. You got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. Yeah. That's also true. Classic phrase. Last one in is a rotten egg. <laughs> yeah. That's all the, that's all the egg. That's egg all the ones egg I got. you got. Oh, and like, well, <laughs> was it this this term that's become very popular in recent years politically among the alt right, cuck, is also based on eggs. Like a oh, little yeah. bit like 
one level yeah, removed. A but few it's, steps removed. But, but, but yeah, the idea of a cuck is someone who's selling out their own interests comes from cuckoo birds who lay their eggs in the nests of other birds and trick them into raising their, their babies for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And this is, this is a, a historical metaphor that's only had a recent resurgence to the right. It used to be to talk about a cuckoo's egg was a common kind of phrase. So it started with cuckoo's egg and then turns into cuckold, which is like for a while, just kind of this sexual subculture of people who get off on <laughs> God, their, their spouses having sex with other people. Yeah. And then, and then it becomes this political insult that becomes more of a metaphor for just. Well, but even before the cuckold fetish, I think cuckold was an insult or a disparaging term that was used. Okay. Okay. But not in the political kind of racialized way that it has been by like the, the new internet, right? But I think in. I can't remember which, in one of Stanley Kubrick's movies, there's like a scene, maybe it's Barry Lyndon. There's a scene where one of the characters is like, you've made a cuckold out of me. And it was like made in 1995. Oh, also to egg someone on. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, shit, there's a lot of egg idioms. Mm-hmm. Eggs are deep in our psyche. Oh yeah. Staple food. <laughs> Staple food. And then yeah. these fragile things, you know, that they have yeah, these, yeah. they have, the, have this set of metaphorical properties that can be used either around fragility or their connection to reproduction or it's, it's, it's yeah, or like, like the nest egg thing is interesting because it's like this idea of storing bounty for later of some kind. So it's like the, the idea of like having this little contained thing that's full of goodness, full of nutrition, like, but instead of nutrition, it's money for later or whatever resources or stocks or whatever your nest egg ends up being. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's so interesting. Let's grab some oranges. Do we need more celery? Yeah, no, the celery was looking pretty flaccid. Okay, okay I'll get, get some crisp new celery. And, oh, man. Man, I'm kind of bummed about the not having a son thing. Me too. Like I, never, I was really looking forward to little Billy. Such a bummer that humans don't lay eggs. I don't know why I thought that that must be our egg. I think we can look back on it and say, yeah, we went a little egg crazy, and that's okay. Oh, hey, should we buy some eggs? How are you feeling about eggs now that we aren't having a kid in an egg? There was mm. some omelets. I'm, I'm kind of missing the omelets, to tell you the truth. Yeah, let's pick some up. Let's get a dozen. Dirty dozen. Free-range organic. Only the best for our bed and breakfast. Hey, you know, actually, uh, egg genius... His wife is bread genius. What? They didn't even like each other in high school. Yeah, no, they were so so funny. At each other's throats, but (laughs) it just opposites attract, I guess. Uh, Oh, that's so weird. Like, egg is an ingredient in bread. Yeah, no, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Is that your cell phone? Oh, yeah. Uh, hello? Oh, Sean, Sean, I was hoping to catch you. What are you guys doing? Do you want to come by, come by the office? Yeah. Oh, egg genius. Yes. You have the results? I do have the results. I want to talk to you about that. And uh, there's a couple other things I want to talk to you about, too. So, okay. Well, yeah, we'll be right over. We'll be yeah, right I got over. got the results. Don't want to tell you over the phone. Okay. We'll be right there. That was egg genius. He's egg got genius. the results. <gasps> You're kidding. He has the results? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go now. Oh, wait. There's some perishable groceries here. Should we put those back? Leave them. No, Someone yeah. Let's just it. go. Let's Someone just go. do it. <laughs> <laughs> Out of my way! Results are in! We need the results! 
<laughs> hey, you're taking up the whole sidewalk. Hey, <laughs> genius. Gotta run more. Feels good. good. Yeah. Out of breath. So you got the results. Yeah, I got the result. But first, before I give you the results, what did you guys say to Jeffrey? Uh, he stormed out of here yesterday, yelled at me for like 10 minutes and said you guys were rude to him and that he's never been treated so poorly in his life. But it just. Oh, yeah. No, he that guy's a psycho. Um, and yeah, uh, we didn't do anything. We said Jeffrey, nothing we, but we positive. Just asked we him where to put the him. egg. And I don't know. He used to be our assistant. He did the same thing. He's a whack job. He's a whack yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we tried to wish him well, and he just was acting like a total nut bar. So, sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. I didn't like how he never responded to my questions anyway. So, uh, the results, the results. Do you want to know what kind of egg it is? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want to know. <laughs> Been, uh, we've ran all the way here to get the... Uh, you know, this is keeping us in suspense. So, yeah. It's... Actually, the egg of a cuckoo bird. Oh, like oh, a really yeah. big cuckoo bird. Cuckoo bird. So the cuckoo bird laid its egg in our nest and tried to trick us into raising a cuckoo. Tried to convince us to do its <laughs> parenting for it for on its yeah. instead of uh, fuck you, cuckoo bird. Yeah, I'm an asshole. Well, it is what cuckoo birds do. They uh, they lay their eggs in another's nest and yeah, yeah, I know, I know what they do. It's their nature. Yeah, but it doesn't them. make it okay. You know what? You're right. You're right, Sean. People are affected by that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, Sean just told me that you're married to Bread Genius. Had no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I um actually that was the other thing I wanted to tell you guys. Bread Genius is pregnant. I'm going to be a dad. Holy crap. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, that's great. That's great. I'm kind of jealous of you. We thought we were going to have a kid, but yeah. it turned out to be the kid of some other species. And You're so yeah. lucky that you get to have your own kid. It's my flesh and blood. Uh, Bread Genius has only been having sex with me, and she's pregnant. Got a bun in the oven. This is how real humans have kids, boys. The uh, sperm producer, that's me, puts the sperm into... My wife, bread genius. My sperm, her egg cells, creates a baby that's both of ours. Our genetics mixing together, my own flesh and blood, my son, passing my genes on to the next generation, and feel really good about that. I'm excited. Excited for my son. So glad I trust my wife so much. We're having this kid together. Who, who better to have a kid with than someone you trust completely to uh, always tell you everything that's going on and to uh, bear your child. You know, she's bearing my child. Well, you must be so proud. I guess we'll head out now. Yeah, you just go right on out the door and leave and I'm going to get the mail. I ordered a bunch of stuff for our kid from Amazon. My wife's been receiving a lot of packages from the mailman. For our child, our child that's ours, together. A big wad of packages from the mailman. Wrongtown mailman, so reliable too, like my wife. Whether I'm here or not, the packages arrive. Either I receive them or my wife receives them. The mailman brings the packages and one of us receives his packages that he brings to us. It's how the how mail delivery works, so convenient. What a great world we live in. 
Okay. Okay. Bye. bye. Congrats. Yeah, congrats congratulations on, the kid. on your son. Successful pregnancy. I wish you the best. Well, that was, that was eggs. You guys asked for it and uh, we delivered. That's everything there is to know about eggs of all kinds. Human eggs, chicken eggs, culinary eggs, smash mouth eating eggs. Eggs within eggs. <laughs> egg idioms, exception. Um, if you like our show, uh, you can give to us monthly on Patreon, which makes a huge difference in our ability to keep producing the show. You can also use the contact form on our website or call our toll-free hotline, 1-866-770-8754. Let us know what you think about what we're doing or ask us a question. We appreciate all the feedback we get. Everyone who's already sending us money on Patreon or PayPal, thank you so much for doing that. It's really, really encouraging. It keeps us going. I hope this episode was as nutritious for you as eggs have been for humanity for the past 9,000 years or more. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Seriously? Seriously? Those are stupid. Seriously? Wrong. 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 Seriously? Are they wrong? I think they're wrong 100%. Sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes they're wrong. Seriously? They're always wrong. That is absolute wrong. Seriously? They're so wrong. Wrong. Very nice words, but happens to be wrong. 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 Seriously? Wrong. 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 Next time on Seriously Wrong. Hi, uh, it's me again, Wrong Town Peach of Chalif. I just wanted to announce that due to the mishandling of the Main Street egg spill uh, earlier today, I will be resigning from my job in disgrace. There's no excuse for what I did. There's no excuse for letting all those eggs go to waste, baked in the hot sun. And I just have to say I'm ashamed for myself. And I hope that my successor, the 66th Wrongtown Peach of Chalif, will be able to fulfill the utopian aspirations of the position. Thank you.